is Bishan and welcome to B's Motivation Station where I talk about everyday life from a godly perspective with the hope to encourage you to pursue your own personal relationship with Christ. My current vocation is school counseling and clinical therapy. I have a master's in both educational and clinical counseling. Welcome, welcome, welcome back friends for another episode this week. We are definitely on a row. I thank God that he is still pouring into this podcast and getting his name spread it to many. I hope you all are sharing these words with friends and family and even taking these topics to heart and applying them to your own lives where it seems fit. Uh, I will continue to say that I'm very, very grateful for your patience and support towards B's Motivation Station. This episode's topic, which is adios anxiety, y'all like that, (laughs) y'all like that, (laughs) so is actually going to be the beginning of a mental health series that I am actually teaching through a small group that I host through my church. Um, In the small group, I meet with friends at my home and we discuss scriptures that tell us about what God says about our mental health. Uh, like what affects our mental health, how to fight against attacks on our mental health, um, how to keep our mind, body, and spirit healthy, and other supports. I have already hosted my first small group meetup, and honestly, it just it was really amazing to see women speaking speaking life into each other and educating each other on the Word of God. Um, The first topic of the first meetup I had was mental health matters, and we summarized the discussion by saying that mental health doesn't only matter, but it matters to God, and in that we can find rest and peace. Now, at the beginning of each episode, I make a note to you guys that I am currently a school counselor and a clinical therapist. I received my education in this field from my bachelor's all the way up to my master's. I feel like it's all I know, like it's the back of my hand, but do not worry, I do have other hobbies like fashion and interior design. I do feel very well rounded, (laughs) but I bring that up because I want to express how much this field and the fruit it produces means to me. I'm starting off this series with anxiety because in my opinion, it is the sneakiest mental struggle amongst others. Now, what I mean by this is anxiety is a performer, okay? It paints a picture in your mind and tells you that it is actually real in the moment when a majority of the time it is not. I think about how after I watch an action movie, especially movies with fighting and like racing cars, I promise you that afterwards I swear up and down that I can do everything that the characters did. Like, I feel like I can drive cars off of bridges and land them on other cars. I can fight off a mob of men with knives and guns all by myself. And don't even get me started. After watching Marvel, <laughs> you can call me Mrs. Black Panther if you please, okay? But as fun as that example is, This is the same exact tactic that anxiety has. It runs a clip in your mind and you believe that you are the main character in it. And whatever the storyline is, you are subject to it. I have worked with many students and clients that fight against anxiety on the daily. And a majority of their conversations are about fears they have. And these fears commonly stem from the feeling of 
losing something or losing someone important, uh, fear of failure or a replication of a scary event. And I listened to them explain to me the storyline that anxiety has given them. And when they explain their feared outcomes about something, I watch their body language shift and it becomes more anxious and worried. It's like rapid leg shaking, rubbing their arms and hands for self-soothing, hunched shoulders, and it's like they're living out their fear right then and there. And I watch peace slip through their fingers and a little dark cloud just hover over their head. And if I'm being honest, it really does break my heart in those moments uh, when that happens. So in my profession, my response and interventions range between learning uh, the balance between possibility and likelihood and identifying what is true. But just want to pin here on a spiritual level. I want to take a moment to acknowledge those uh, who's specifically dealing with anxiety on a biological level those who feel like they have no choice in the matter and I want to say to you you still have control I made a note to a few friends of mine before making this episode and I said that in my profession I hear people speak about mental health struggles especially anxiety like it is a family member or a friend They use phrasing like, my anxiety stops me from doing this or that. Anxiety runs in my family, etc. And with this said, I want to encourage you to stop making anxiety or any mental or physical struggle a family member, okay? It does not belong to you and it is not your friend you are trying to get along with. You are warring against it because it is warring against you every single day, no matter how deep it is. You war both in physical as well as the spiritual treatment and prayer can go together and i am a living testament of that but prayer and trust in god will always come first okay so i just wanted to note that early on before i got into a few points i wanted to make today so right before my highlighted note i mentioned that one of the interventions i use in my profession when supporting those struggling with anxiety is helping them identify the truth Now, I like the word truth in my profession because it is what determines the next step. To know the truth is to know how you are going to respond. And with that said, I wanted to organize my points by talking through what anxiety is and what anxiety is not. So let's get started. The scripture I have for this section is Philippians 4, 6, where it says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. This is a common scripture to quote when someone is feeling worried or anxious. But not only that, it is a clear statement as to what we are to do and not to do. What anxiety is and what it is not. And for this portion of the discussion, I will highlight what anxiety is. So, number one. Anxiety is a burden. Have you guys ever heard the hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus? Now, if not, go listen to it and listen to it good. But there's a line in that hymn that says, Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. And I love that part of the song because it is true 
Anxiety is a burden because we do not cast our worries upon God like he tells us to. He tells us to cast our burdens upon him in Psalms 5.22, in 1 Peter 5, 6-7, and more. We bear needless pain and waste precious time by worrying about things that our Father says that he will take care of. And that applies to your finances, your family, your job, your health, your well-being. God cares for you. So when you decide to partner with anxiety, you are making a decision to carry a burden you can't bear. You can't be the mother, father, friend, sister, brother, etc. that God has created you to be because you are buried under the burden of anxiety. But you can cast it off of you. Now, I looked it up. The word cast by definition means to throw forcefully, like to sling it. Okay, God says to cast your burdens upon him and he will give you rest in exchange. So throw it off with all of your might because you're not strong enough nor meant to carry that burden so choose today to just cast it cast it away that burden and give it to him so he can give you rest in exchange number two anxiety is unnecessary just as it says in the beginning of that scripture don't worry about anything in other translations it says be anxious for nothing anxiety is unnecessary in every way don't let anyone tell you that you have to be anxious concerned or worried God says that it does not add a minute to your life and honestly I believe it actually takes minutes away God clearly tells us to not worry but go into prayer go into conversation with him to those who don't believe prayer works, my belief is that you don't think prayer works because you don't see instant results or results that you have, would have preferred. But I want to say that prayer is not a wishing well, it is a comfort. Prayer is rest. Prayer is war. When you get to talk to your father who hears you and sees you and cares for you, you find peace. Now, there are times in my life God has answered prayers right away. He's answered prayers in different ways I did not expect and in ways that took years. And in each of those circumstances, I have seen his goodness, his provision, his might and his loving kindness. So please just let God do what he says he will do. He says in Romans 8:28 that he works things out for the good of those who love him. He says in Jeremiah 29:11 that he knows the plans he has for you to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. Just trust in him, talk to him, delight yourself in him, and he will give you rest. Now on to what anxiety is not. Number one, anxiety is not a fruit of the spirit. In Galatians 5:22 through 23, the fruits of the Holy Spirit are listed. And they include love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Did any of y'all hear anxiety in that list? Absolutely not, Mr. Bob. The fruits of the spirits are produced by the Holy Spirit. So if the Holy Spirit did not produce anxiety, then who do you think did? Any guesses? You got it, the devil for 200, Alex. The enemy produces anxiety and worry because he lies. The enemy draws you in, if you allow him to, to lean on your own understanding. 
And that's exactly what God tells us not to do. In Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, our own understanding of things is from an earthly perspective and not a godly perspective. When you are trying to understand your finances in this inflation or how are you going to get a job when you lack networks or qualifications, we sink our feet into anxiety sinking sand. We divert our eyes from God and we fall. But our God is gracious enough to hold out his hand and pull us out of that anxiety we are drowning in and place our feet on solid ground. And that's the truth. And last but not least, number two, anxiety is not your identity. To highlight that fabulous point I just made about the fruits of the spirit that the Holy Spirit produces, I also want to highlight that God has not given us a spirit of fear, as he says in 2 Timothy 1-7. through one seven, sorry, but instead he has given us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. If God did not give it to you, then it is not who you are, and it is not what you are made out of. Earlier, I mentioned how people speak about their struggles as if it is a part of them or a close friend of theirs. But I am here to say again for the people in the back, anxiety is not of you, nor is it for you. You war against it because it wars against you. And when I say war, understand it is a spiritual war, first and foremost. So before you go to therapy, get a massage, journal, stretch, and exercise, and get your favorite coffee, you better make time to read God's word and war in prayer in your war closet. The devil isn't defeated by your Starbucks order. He is defeated by your prayer life. So make sure you have one. And to my student that requested that I make an episode of prayer, it's coming your way next week, my girl. Okay, I'll remember. So to wrap this up, I just want to remind you that God loves you, I love you, and I see you, and he sees you. And with that being said, I just want to leave you with a prayer. So go ahead, wherever you are, bow your heads, close your eyes, or not, but here I go. God, thank you so much for all who are listening today. Thank you for keeping them in your loving arms and keeping your promises to them. God, I am partnering in prayer for those who are fighting against anxiety. I war against any spirit of the enemy that is warring against them, God, against their minds, their joy, and their peace. I ask that you give them the peace you said you would exchange for their burdens and anxieties. I ask that you call out the fruits of the Holy Spirit in their lives so that they can walk upright, knowing that their Father is working all things out for their good, that their Father knows the plans he has for them to give them a hope and a future continue to shine your face upon them God we thank you we love you and we trust you we lean not on our own understanding this is in Jesus' name I pray amen and with that all I want to say today is go in peace my friends and be anxious for nothing you have been listening to B's Motivation Station I pray you are refueled